Yo, what's up, guys? It's Ash here from the FPL Juice Show, and we are back with the daily podcast where we're continuing running through all 20 teams in the Premier League. Um, and today it's time to talk about Tottenham. So, finally, we've got some options, some real options to talk about um, with Spurs this season. It, you know, Spurs have been very, very busy in the transfer window, early doors as well. They've strengthened everywhere in all positions. And this is going to be a quite an exciting season back in the Champions League for them. They've had to add to their squad and keep the quality. Um, and in that has become some more FPL options for us managers. So let's go through it. We'll get straight into the goalkeeper situation. So um, Lloris is their number one and club captain. 5.5 mil was actually the second highest scoring keeper last season um, with 158 points. But um, I don't know, you know, about Loris. I feel like it might be a little bit of a waste of a Spurs spot um, this season. You might want to keep that free. Um, and if you're going to go 5-5, you're probably better off going Edison just because City are likely to keep more clean sheets, I think. Um, and Edison is the most nailed City asset. So, yeah, for that reason, I'd probably steer clear of Lloris. But I don't mind. I don't mind the pick if you're going to go premium set and forget. Lloris is a is a handy little uh, option. They've signed Forster at four. I don't think there's too much to to read into that. But if you are looking for a four mil keeper, I think it's kind of between him and Gatsaniga of Fulham. So um, maybe that could be your bench keeper. Now in defence, this is where it gets a little bit more interesting. So obviously, talk of the town. Ivan Perisic, come from Inter Milan on a free, worked with Conte in the Milan, um, scored eight goals and got seven assists from left wing back position for Inter Milan. This guy looks like he could be the most exciting and fun defender in the game this season. Now, we haven't seen too much of him pre-season, but I have it on really good authority from uh, Adam Above Average FPL that Perisic came on in the last friendly against Rangers and almost scored a bicycle kick within five minutes of coming on. So that's the sort of defender that we are looking at for five and a half million. So he could either be total mustard um, or he could be a massive, massive flop. At the moment, I've not got him in my team. But after speaking with Adam, I'm a little bit closer to, to going for it. And at 5-5, I think it might be worth a little punt, considering that the Chelsea assets are not looking particularly tasty pre-season. So that's my thinking. I might have to bring Perisic in for, for a chill well. I would like to see a bit more of him. But this flying winger, apparently he likes to he bombs forward. He's got right foot, left foot, crosses, and he loves to score. So Perisic, uh, he is very, very highly owned, um, 30% owned or so so I, I can see why people are doing it um, and I, I wouldn't be mad at you for, for having, him, having him in your team at all um, the other one interestingly is Eric Dyer. he was a top scoring Tottenham defender last season 132 points 5 mil uh, apparently he should be um, still on well on some set pieces. Apparently Tottenham have brought in this new set piece coach who's well renowned and worked with clubs around Europe. Um, and Dyer is in the pecking order for free kicks, direct free kicks. So and obviously he's a threat in the air from corners too. So for a five mil defender from Spurs, he's probably the pick of the bunch. He's better than Ben Davis um, and Emerson Royal. Uh, I expect I understand that he's 
been playing a lot of the preseason friendlies, but I do expect Jed Spence, the new signing at 4.5, to come into the team at some stage to take over for that right wing back position because Emerson Roy was an absolute donkey. Um, Matt Doherty, I feel like he's probably third in in the pecking order, man. Like honestly, um, I feel like he's going to be like a League Cup, FA Cup player. So. Um, I, I wouldn't. I would be steering clear of Doherty until we've got more information. Emerson Royal looks like he's probably going to be the first choice right wing back, but keep an eye on Jed Spence. One to watch four and a half mil from Nottingham Forest. Um, he could come in at some stage and absolutely, absolutely start tearing it up. In midfield, obviously, top scorer last season, Hummin Son, is the best pick. Um, 12 mil though, massive price rise from last season's 10 mil, jumped up 2 mil, we knew it, we said it, we we, we said he was massively underpriced, and to be honest with you, I feel like they've gone completely the wrong way, um, and now he's overpriced, I feel like 11, 11 5 is where maximum Son should be, I feel like 12 is, is, is too much, to be honest with you, um, and has made him look less value in comparison with Harry Kane, despite that, 258 points last season, Absolute dynamo. He's on corners as well. Um, and a midfielder that's basically playing as a as a left forward. So, yeah, look, Son is the one. Um, but I feel like his ownership has decreased somewhat, although he is 26% owned. I think that's because Kane probably represents better value. But, look, it's Son and he's going to score... He's going to score goals. 23 goals, 10 assists last season. Absolute joke. 17 the season before. 11 before that. He just seems to be getting better and better with age. So, Son, Son is your man. Kulusevski, interesting. Obviously, came into the team halfway through last season and just started ripping stuff up. Absolute bad boy on the ball. Um, 8 million. He got 99 points within that that small sample size of games. Five goals, nine assists. Absolutely amazing player. But, with the signing of Richarlison, does that push him out? Does that push him down the pecking order? I've even heard stories of him playing, uh, being ex- experimented at right wing back. I mean, he needs to be playing the right side of that three with Son and Kane. And that's where you're going to get the best Kulisevsky. If that is the case, then he's going to be in a lot more teams. But for now, it looks like he's probably been um, priced out because Son and Kane are, are two very, very top tier options um, and Kulisevsky doesn't kind of come into that yet and there's a lot of other 8 million mids that you can pick like Diaz, Madison and Mount and Saka so if he'd have been 7-5 he'd have been a lot more teams but keep an eye on him um, not much more from the midfield and then of course up front um, Richardson's the new signing I expect him to to, to be the the guy that comes on. Obviously, we know we've got more subs this season. We've got the five sub rule. Richarlison, I expect to start to start on the bench um, and come on at some point, probably for Kulisevsky or or Kane or Son if it's not really working out. Um, I don't see him being a viable option at the moment at, at eight point five. Uh, but Kane for me is the one. He is the absolute gem in this team at eleven point five. Like I said before, he represents much better value than Son at being point five mil less. Um, Seventeen goals last season, eleven assists, and he didn't even get going until halfway through the season. He didn't even want to be there for the first few months. He was he was on his way. He wanted to leave. Um, so we know this guy's got pedigree. We know he's got class. We know he can score goals. And this time 
from the start with Conte, with Conte's team, with his tactics. He's the penalty taker. He is the man. Um, I expect him to be getting two, two fifty points this season, at least twenty goals. So um, Kane for me is is essential, and I know the big debate is between him and Haaland. And the reason why I would pick Kane over Haaland is because I know he can do it in the Premier League. He has done it in the Premier League. He is not going to be rotated. Um, he is the penalty taker. We know all of these things about Kane, um, and it's quite easy to get. Um, distract, uh, distracted by um, and drawn to the new shiny toy but for me Kane just represents everything that I'm looking for in a striker um, and if if Haaland starts you know popping off then we can always move a, across to Haaland if Kane's not really performing because he does have that thing about not really performing in August but for me Kane is the one Tottenham looked really good in um, pre-season they've uh, they went over to uh, South Korea um, and they played against K-League stars. They won 6-3. Kane and Son doing absolute bits. Dyer was on the score sheet too. Uh, then they played uh, Sevilla. That was a one-all draw. Kane with the goal. Son with the assist. And then the last friendly was a 2-1 win away at Rangers. Kane with a double. So Kane's been in immaculate form preseason. Son too. Dyer's one to watch. They're playing Roma today. Um, so hopefully we should find out more news about... Uh, hopefully Kulisevsky and what his position might look like this season if Jed Spence is going to be starting the season. Um, and so there's still a couple more things that we need to know about Tottenham. Um, but for me, the main ones, the focal points are going to be Kane uh, is the best value. Um, Son, yes. Perisic, one definitely to, to be on the watch list if he's not already in your side as well. And definitely keep an eye on Jed Spence. Um, there we have it, guys. Thanks for listening to my daily podcast. Hope that uh, gave you a little bit more information and help in making your FPL teams as we approach the start of the season. It's only next week. It's coming around really, really quickly. Uh, just a reminder, if you haven't checked out our live show, uh, which was on Tuesday evening, where we were joined by FPL Blackwolf, and the FPL graduates in the studio, make sure you head over to YouTube, give that a quick watch, drop a like for us, subscribe to the channel if you're not already, and yeah, let us know if you're enjoying these daily podcasts, drop us a tweet at FPL underscore juice. Until then, have a great weekend, I'll speak to you soon. Bye Felicia.